The first campfire that I attended was during the midst of COVID summer 2020. I'd sat in my home literally by myself for three months straight trying to wrap my head around what in the hell was going on. As I type this, it's hard for me to even remember when I was given the invitation to speak at the Camp Fi Rocky Mountain event. Was it at the beginning of 2020 in January or close to July when Camp Fi Rocky Mountain was being held? I can't tell you because my mind was a mess. I had so many fears about going, even though it was only 45 minutes from my house. And I was committed to staying outside as much as humanly possible and wearing a mask because it was clear was already clear that we, we were dealing with an airborne virus. I share all of this to say that I was filled with doubt about attending even though it was 45 minutes away. Also, as I had not hit my fire number and I'm a slow fire evangelist, I wasn't really even sure if anyone would be receptive to the message that I wanted to share. That event went really well. But my second time attending Camp Fi was so much better than the first time that I felt like I absolutely had to share a review of this event because I think a lot of people aren't really sure when the hell is Camp Fi. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about Camp Fi San Diego or actually technically Camp Fi Southwest. If you are looking to attend a fire event, I share why a Camp Fi event should absolutely be on your list. I'll also wrap up this episode with some thoughts about creating welcoming spaces in the fire community. It's not enough to just be nice people. I'm also going to share why I didn't go to economy and why I'm rethinking that decision for 2022. When I first purchased my home, I was so excited about it. I also discovered that there were so many aspects to home ownership that I didn't know about. How often I would have to do home maintenance, how tiring yard work would be, and the moments when I thought that maybe I should have purchased a property outside of an HOA. There was one other home ownership experience that I was fascinated by and didn't understand, which was the refinance process. As a first-time homeowner, I didn't completely understand the process and why it was a useful financial tool that so many homeowners embraced. Fortunately, there is a resource to help educate homeowners going through the refinance process. Refiley is a lender comparison tool that helps homeowners find lenders to help them refinance their mortgage. Refiley helps homeowners see and compare different lenders and estimated fees and, and rates before saying yes to their future home loan. What I really love about Refiley's comparison tool is the following, transparency, ease of use, and accessibility. If you're looking to refinance your home loan, Refiley is the tool I recommend to help you with the lender comparison process. And I am proud to partner with Refiley to share the comparison tool. mess up. 
and I'm not completely sure if I said it right just now, is the founder and creator of Camp Fi, a series of fire-focused events held across the United States throughout the year. This year, I attended the Camp Fi Southwest event that had originally been slated to be held at Joshua Tree National Park. A major reason why I said yes to speaking at the event. Sadly, like many events during these crazy times, the venue had to be changed. We ended up at a YMCA camp just outside of Julian, California, a quaint little town with a really cute main street and apparently good apples. I ended up carpooling from San Diego to Julian with Joe Saul Sihai, who's hilarious, he's a friend of mine, and Doc G, who is the two of them together, it's like a comedy show. We even ended up stopping in a scary town on the way to the event and hightailed our asses back into the car because the hills have eyes. What truly stood out with the Southwest event was actually how much more diverse the life experiences and people attending who were at the event. I'm convinced that I was attending probably the most diverse Camp Fi they'd ever hosted. And I'll be candid and say that I felt that this was not the case with the first event that I attended. It just, with the first one that I attended, again, it was during COVID summer. Um, I felt like everyone was the same and then there was me. So let's be clear. No, there weren't enough black attendees. There were only three of us. And part of the reason why I'm sharing this review is to encourage black and brown attendees to attend the specific event for a number of reasons. The event is small and cozy. This makes it easier to have more nuanced and deeper conversations with the other attendees. I've actually found Camp Fi attendees to be a lot less indoctrinated in a certain type of fire philosophy. This makes it so much easier to have conversations with them about the approach that you're taking to hit your fire numbers. And there's a certain amount of informality connected to this event that makes it a lot more approachable for, I think, most people. I ziplined that week and went on a beautiful hike. We even enjoyed hanging out at the fire pit during the evenings and just, we had these amazing conversations. And I do want to say, in terms of just diversity, like literal, like visual ethnic diversity, there was a very large Asian attendance, which was wonderful. I was so excited. I met some wonderful people, especially from SoCal, I think is how you would say it. I'm not a Californian, sorry. <laughs> there was a Latina attendee and then there were three black people. So it wasn't as crazy as say other events that I'm going to mention later, but it definitely was noticeable to me that this was a hell of a lot more diverse than the first event that I attended. It's my hope that this event is actually hosted at Whispering Winds YMCA camp again. The staff was amazing. The facility was located in a really beautiful part of California. And I love that all three meals were provided in addition to a ton of snacks, drinks, and other things that made the event cozier. But if you're gluten, you know, if you have a, like a gluten allergy or vegan, it might have been a little challenging. My roommate was incredible and also happened to be one of the speakers for the event as well as myself. It was great to meet someone in the fire space who had a similar life to mine in certain respects. She is running a business that I understood, but was different just due to her area of focus. I do want to mention that there are a lot of people who are like, well, what is Camp Fight? Like, what's the purpose? And I think that's a really good question because if you're attending an event like FinCon, for example, FinCon is specifically in its current iteration, in my view, an event helping people in the personal finance space learn how to market and grow 
uh, how to market their content and grow their communities. That is how I view FinCon. Camp Fi to me is a an event or an opportunity to really meet and connect with people who are on the same trajectory as you in the financial space. It's not necessarily a place that you as a content creator would go to learn how to do specific things in terms of content creation. It's a place that you're going to if you're in the FIRE community and you're looking for camaraderie, community, connection, ideas, inspiration. So that is Camp Fi. It is a wonderful experience. There were five of us who presented five really different topics. I gave a talk called Tomorrow Isn't Promised. And I really shared my thoughts about what people get wrong during the pursuit of fire and what I believe slow fire gets right. Joe Saul Sihai gave us perspective about the fire journey. Big Earn talked taxes. Heather, my roomie, really had me thinking for a while after the event because she was really talking about social connections as related to pre and post fire. Who's in your circle? Sean Mullaney spoke. I am brain farting. Sorry, Sean. It was actually a really good talk too. Anyway, this is why you record close to the event. Anywho, the only challenge with the facility were the beds. I felt like I was serving penance. It was a Catholic <laughs> Catholic facility. So I say this jokingly. Was I giving, was I serving penance? But I was able to fix the issue by pulling the mattress from the top bunk down and adding it to my bunk, basically doubling the mattress width. I do have some thoughts though about creating welcoming spaces in the fire community. One of the key takeaways from my second Camp Fi experience is that not everyone is 100% sure that these fire events are welcoming. In fact, it was after I confirmed in a closed Facebook group for women of color and fire that I would be speaking at this event that the other black attendees, a lovely young couple from New Jersey said yes to attending it. And by the way, I actually, when I said yes, I thought that this couple was in California. So I was really surprised when, when I met them and they're like, Oh no, we're from New Jersey and we flew over. And I was like, Whoa, that was a big deal for them. Coming from Colorado, navigating primarily white spaces is like second nature for me. You just, you get used to it. But for attendees coming from communities that are not predominantly white, they're going to be hesitant to attend. And there's a mood in the country right now where I don't blame them. There's a lot going on. So they're going to ask some questions before they say yes. And so this is something I think that hosts of events need to consider, as well as other attendees who are in the fire space, who are in the personal finance community, who will be writing up content, reviews, sharing podcasts about their experiences in these places, in these spaces. Questions people wonder are, will the people be safe for me to be around? If I travel across the U.S., will I actually enjoy this, this experience or at least get something worthwhile from it? Can I show up authentically as myself and have substantive and transformative conversations and make long lasting connections that are sustained after the event. This is a huge consideration as building a supportive community of friends and supporters is a key part of sustaining any financial journey. Event organizers need to ask themselves the following questions 
or at least consider them? Is the location that I'm hosting my event unappealing to people for whatever reason? In fact, I'm going to be candid and say that I knew that hosting my Money on the Mountain financial retreat for women in Denver in 2019, the fall of 2019, would be actually an opportunity for people to visit who might not have done so without being connected to a person of color here in town. Like I know that there are people who are nervous to come to Colorado because they're not sure that they're going to be welcomed. I see it all the time in social media, that question. Here are some other reasons why an event could potentially be unappealing to attendees. Location, the city versus country. So for some people, they may prefer like city versus country in the sense of, is it a city or like a small town? Is it out in the woods? For some people, they may prefer one over the other. And actually, as I say this, country of the event. So there are people who are like, I don't want to go to Europe. I don't want to go to America. I don't want to go to such and such place. So that is also something to be aware of that there are people who actively boycott or avoid attending events because of the country that the event is being held in. Expense. How much are people spending and what is the perceived value to them? What's the return? Time of year. Let's be candid. Americans have only so much vacation time. What's interesting to watch right now is how increased work from home opportunities will impact event attendance because people are having increased flexibility. The event size, how large or small the event will be. Content clarity. Is it clear who the event is actually for and the type of speakers and supporting content that will be shared. So one of the things with Camp Five that I think confuses people is they're not sure what exactly it is. Again, is it a an event similar to FinCon? No, it is not. It is it is not an event sharing how to market your brand. Instead, it is an event building community within a community. That is the best way to think about it. Previous attendee feedback. Are your previous attendees evangelizing for your event while they're attending, after they're attending, in podcasts, in posts, in social media. I love this thing I did. I, I love this, this event I attended. Are they evangelizing on behalf of what you're doing? And are they talking about the experience, the content, the food, the people, and they don't even need to be prompted by the host of the event to do so. Event organizers also need to be open to hearing feedback about their event and the town that they're hosting it in. I'll be really candid and say that in order for me to say yes to an event, especially during a worldwide pandemic, I need to be pretty freaking excited about the city or area the event will be held in. I met the amazing founder of Economy at FinCon Austin. She actually asked if I was planning to attend Economy in November. This episode is releasing the day after the Economy event. And I was like, nope, <laughs> I have no interest in going to Cincinnati. The thing is, and I'm going to be candid, I'm not excited about the Midwest. I go to the Midwest to visit my relatives and I love visiting them. But in general, the Midwest is not a place that I feel very comfortable in. I've, I Two of the five states that I actively boycott 
are in the Midwest. And so it's, it's a place that I continuously side eye. And to be honest, Ohio is close to being on that list of being boycotted. I'll also say that when people talk about Cincinnati, they don't talk about it with the same passion that people talk about Detroit. And it was so funny because Joe saw C. High, Doc G and I were in the car driving around for Camp Fi. And Joe was just like talking about Detroit. I was like, you know what? Until people talk about Cincinnati the way that they do Detroit, I'm not excited about it. Like the way you just talked about Detroit was amazing. And the funny thing was when I was in San Diego, I'd met someone else who talked about Detroit the same way. Cincinnati people, you need to really talk up your town. You just don't. Telling me that it has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not enough for me. I'm just, it doesn't, it's like, okay, so what? You got to talk about it like Detroit talks about, like Detroit people talk about being from Detroit or people from Nashville talk about being from Nashville. Cincinnati folks just don't talk up their town. That said, I encourage people to attend Economy because the content and content creators she's sharing at that event were insanely amazing. I bring this up to say that I had said something tough to her and she took it with so much grace. With feedback like this, a creator could be like, look, (laughs) I get what you're saying, but the content is amazing. The attendees and overall experience is going to blow your mind. Give it and me a chance. I will be candid and say, I'm eating my words. Even though I'm not excited about Cincinnati, I'm not. I will say that I was so freaking impressed by the lineup and the and the attendee excitement for economy that I've seen so far that there is a huge chance that I will attend it next year. Now, the other thing I will say is I don't really attend the same events every year anymore. I just don't have the time. And there's so many things that I want to do that I kind of alternate years for events. For 2022, I've really cut down the number of of events I'm going to attend. Right now, I might attend four maximum, maybe five. And that's like throughout the year. I really just, I'm so busy. (laughs) just doing work. So to attend to attend an event, it's kind of a big deal. Does the content at your event take into account, especially as a an event specifically in the personal finance space, does it take into account that people are impacted differently by race, gender, and policies? Finally, this has been on my mind for a while. Are there scholarship opportunities that allow fire inspired folks to attend who are in the process of really cleaning up their financial foundation. Scholarships, volunteering, and speaking opportunities enabled me to attend events for years as I cleaned up my financial mess. What really struck me as the key difference between the first Camp Fi that I attended, Mustachian events, and Camp Fi Southwest was actually the diversity of life experience at the Camp Fi Southwest event in particular. I felt like it was the best reflection of the diversity of financial experiences that people would normally have. There was a couple, for example, who started their journey when they hit 50. Quite honestly, people lived to be 100, so that's another 50 years ago. They had cleaned up a financial mess and then things accelerated from there. 
People forget that the retirement age is mid to late 60s. It took them about nine or 10 years to still retire early. One attendee owed $100,000 up until recently, and they lived in their car for a while. They've cleaned up that mess and that debt, and they are accelerating their fire journey. This group of attendees for me was just so much more relatable. And I felt like this diversity of experience was beneficial to everyone who was in that space. So should you attend Camp Fi? I 100% think you should. I do though think that there is a conversation, an ongoing conversation about thoughtfully creating spaces that are welcoming to everyone and being candid about the fact that you are doing so. What say you? What are your thoughts? Sorry, Midwestern people. I feel how I feel about the Midwest, okay? And I've spent a lot of time in the Midwest. It's not like I haven't been there, but it doesn't mean that there aren't some incredible people, incredible things happening. But I do think it's important to be candid. So let me know what you think. Share your thoughts. Like I said, I was eating my words, looking at all of the enthusiasm and incredible speakers and quite candidly diversity of the economy event this weekend. 